Welcome to Be Loud Radio Hour. We are so delighted that you decided to join us. Every week, we'll share the voices, stories, and music from kids all over New Orleans. Isn't that just exciting? But hey, dude, let me keep it frank with you. Turn up your radio, your phone, whatever you're listening to, because it's about to get real good. Like, it's about to get lit up in here. And so, just turn it up, and you won't miss an episode. Be loud. Be loud. Be courageous every day. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, it's DJ Little K. We just went to the Tremaine Fall Fest. It was awesome. We interviewed the different artists and vendors. That makes that festival special. Listen to our favorite conversations next. Uh, today we went to Tremaine Fest and we interviewed vendors, mostly about their food and what they were selling. So here are some of the interviews that we did today. Hey, this is DJ Frying Pan, and today I'm here uh, with Once Around the Kitchen, and we're going to be interviewing you about what you're selling today. Hi, my name is Dre, and I'm from Once Around the Kitchen. We, uh, we make locally sourced jam, jelly, pickles, and hot sauce, and uh, some spice blends. Cool. Um, what would you say your um, best-selling item is? My favorite and probably our best-selling item is the tomato jam. It's a savory jam. It's really great with like egg sandwiches on cheese, things like that. Um, what is your favorite? Do you make these things? I make all of these things. Yes. What's your favorite one to make? My favorite one to make is probably the hot sauce, probably the fermented hot sauce, because it involves a little more of the process with some chilies, garlic, and beet juice, and mixing it all up and letting it create the vinegar itself. How long? How long do? Um, how long do these typically take to make? Uh, it varies for the different products, but everything is shelf stable, so it can stay in your pantry um, for up to a year, really. Cool. Um, can you tell me about your Jamaican curry powder? Yep, so it's a spice blend that I make that's a sweeter style, sweeter style curry, not very spicy, and I like to mix it with the mango habanero hot sauce if you do like spicy things. Cool. Thank you uh, for talking to me today. You're very welcome. Um, this is DJ Frank Pan signing off. What's your name? Ernest yeah. Robert. Okay, so today I'm going to be interviewing Ernest Robert about why he chose to do these type of paintings and what is the origin of his paintings. So why did you, chose, why did you choose to do this? This festival or these particular paintings? Well, I'm born and raised in New Orleans, and uh, I'm moved by what I see. Like, this is shotgun houses. I grew up in a shotgun house. I'm 40 years old now. Uh, I've enjoyed pool boys all my life. I'm into music. Uh, the colors and everything around me, man. My life has caused me to paint what and, and how I paint. So you basically just like express yourself through your art, like everything you like, you put it together? Exactly what you just said, man. <laughs> is there, how are you? Is there a specific uh, background that uh, describes like this type of painting that you like to paint? What you mean? Like, uh, did somebody influence you to do this or did you just come up with it? Well, uh, I look up a lot of different artists, but outside of that, the way my mind works, you know, I, uh, I feel like I was created to create with these colors, you know, 
and every color means something different. Like a purple could be uh, violet, can be like a uh, what's the word? Like a calming color. You know, other colors do a little more pop, give you more energy. So, yeah. Okay, so what is the origin of like you coming here today? You just want to like express your art, let other people feel your emotions. Well, actually, this year, man, I say this humbly. I was the uh, the poster holder for the Treme Fest, so I created the poster for this year, and uh, this this boot actually came with the the contract. So I wanted to come out and just show them, you know, get some recognition, get my name out there, and just show the people what I have. Thank you for letting me interview you. This is DJ Swift signing off. I got you, buddy. Okay, what's up? What's going on? My name is A. I'm working with B Live Studios, and do you mind if I ask you a few questions? Yes, sir. Okay, so how long have you been working with the fire department? Uh, one year, nine months. Nine months? Yes, sir. Have you ever saved somebody's life before? Uh, I saved one person. I saved one dog. Yeah, a dog was trapped in the canal. I had to go get him. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. Thank you so much. I love this interview. You can follow us on B Loud Studios on IG. And would you like a sticker? Yeah, I put this on my helmet, man. Yo, what up? This is DJ Swift, and today I'm going to be interviewing Alexis Reed about her shop in the uh, Terme Center. Okay, so uh, what is this French stickers that you have here? French stickers? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's not French, actually. It is, oh, I guess I see what you mean, because it got buku in it. Yeah. Um, so One City Buku Voices is our slogan. I am with Lead New Orleans, which is a nonprofit news organization. We teach young people ages 18 to 25 uh, journalism and storytelling skills. It's a paid opportunity. Um, and so we're out here to see what we want to know, what stories um, and community issues locals want to see covered in news and media, just to make sure that we're doing equitable media. Um, so that's why we're out here today. Our past cohorts have covered black maternal health, food access, education during the pandemic, and this cohort will be covering um, youth incarceration and prison abolition. So when you say Buku lead voices, you want like people to not hide themselves and express their feelings? So when we say one city Buku voices, what we mean is like, yes, New Orleans. New Orleans is one place, but there's so many different voices, and many of those voices don't get heard. So like the voices of uh, black native New Orleanians like that doesn't often get covered and it doesn't get covered in the right way or the equi equitable way and uh, major news publications um, which could lead to stereotypes about us um, it's also important to get the voices of people who identify you know in terms of inter intersectionality such as somebody who might be you know black and identify openly as um, a member of the LGTQ plus community. So we just want to make sure we're doing our part in terms of diversifying who we talk to and that and understanding there's going to be different perspectives that need to be covered in New Orleans. So that's the reason for Buku, meaning a lot. Okay, so is there anything that inspired you to create this nonprofit uh, the news uh, organization? Okay, so I'm not a funder, so I can't take credit, but our funders created, uh, I'm sorry, our founders created Lead New Orleans. Um, one was a, um, she was a journalist at the Times-Picayune um, right before it got um, purchased by somebody else and which led to a mass layoff. She really just observed that New Orleans is a predominantly black city, but there's not a lot of, there isn't, there wasn't the right coverage about black voices in New Orleans. 
Um, so she really wanted to create um, an equitable news organization that would really teach people um, how to do this work because it can be kind of there's a sense of elitism and a sense of like who gets to learn how to even do journalism, who goes to school for journalism. She really wants to create a pipeline program um, for folks who wanted to learn. Um, also, our other co-founder, Ejaz Mason, he observed that, you know, behind the screen, um, working in film, he just observed there wasn't, sometimes he would be the only black person there and he just wanted to teach um, other people in New Orleans like how to do filmmaking work. So they came together in 2020 right before the pandemic um, officially hit and they created Lee New Orleans and it's been going strong since. And I really wanna, I'll credit us in the sense of, um, us, we as alumni are very engaged in this work. It's a space, it's a safe space for us. It's a space where um, we can share our skills, we can build on our skills where our voices matter. And to be honest, all of the staff members are alumni aside from our co-founder, Jen. This, thank you for letting me interview you. This is DJ Swift signing off. What's up? This is DJ Marcus Cousins the Third Jr. Here and, I, and today I'm here with Philip from France. So basically, um, they throw me into this deep water and they want me to speak French because I'm taking French right now. So uh, I'm gonna say a few words in French, ask him a question, and that's it. So um, bonjour. Bonjour. Ça va. Comment allez-vous, Kobe? Je très bien. Very happy to be here. Je suis très content d'être ici. So, mon anniversaire. Quand est mon anniversaire? Uh, 15 avril 1999. April 15th, 1999. Thank you. Thank you for letting me interview. Yep. Hello, this is DJ Bricky D here with Ernest Robert. And we're going to be talking about his art and why he started. So, first of all, how did you find your passion in art? Well, I started drawing, uh, if I can remember, maybe about six or seven years old. How did you, like, learn this? Did you teach yourself? Well, I'm, so, I'm self-taught. Uh, I took art class in about ninth, tenth grade, but other than that, I've been painting and drawing forever. So, what kind of drawings do you like to, well, paintings do you like to do? I love doing portraits of people, uh, shotgun houses, colorful things, animals, yeah. I love drawing too. I would really love to have your talent. So, how did you learn to like shade and make these houses do you just use inspiration or does this all come to your mind well the, most of the painting comes i just like the freestyle but i'm just like a house or a person i would use a reference uh but i just kept going until i figured it out this is dj ricky d signing off with ernest robert Hello everybody, this is DJ5050 with Be Loud Radio. I am currently at the Treme Fest and I am at Stillwater's Jewelry with Miss Esley. <laughs> so Miss Esley, what are you what are you currently doing here at the Treme Fest? Yes, um I am selling my handmade jewelry here. I hand make each piece at my home studio and I try to make each piece individually unique and I love this festival. It's so much fun. I might, I might come back here and take my mom here. She really enjoys Julie. I'm sure she will enjoy yours. So, 
Um, what got you into making handmade jewelry? Well, I've been making it for maybe about 15 years. It started out as a little hobby, um, therapy really, and it grew into a full-time business. So yes, um, I love jewelry, number one. I love to wear it, and I love creating really unique stuff, so. That's really cool. Like, I, I can see, like, lots of emotions in, in your jewelry. Like, right here, some, like, nice pearls and everything. It's, it's really it's really nice. So, is there anything, like, big that's going to come up for you? Like, are you going to do, like, make this go bigger? Like, make it retail or, or something? Actually, no, I have no desire to have a retail store. Um, I just want to do maybe more wholesale, which means selling my product to stores so they can resell it. Um, and just continue doing local art markets in New Orleans. It's the best place to be as an artist. Yep. Oh, I see, I see. It's nice to do that, maybe get some profits, but yeah. Well, this has been DJ 5050 with Miss Esley. Thank you so much for your time. Signing off. Hey, it's DJ Little K. This month, be allowed went to City Park to practice our interview skills. Listen to our conversations at City Park. Bye-bye, I'm signing off. Yo, 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 I'm your DJ Eloale, living out loud always, here with Isabel de Hoya Vea. And today, I'm going to be asking you about Halloween. So what is your favorite Halloween movie? So I I want to say, let's see, that's a kind of kind of hard one. Um, I want to say like Goosebumps is a good one, yeah. Yes. And I'm kind of excited about the little series that's coming out soon. Yes, so. I love Goosebumps. What is your favorite Halloween candy? Candy. Oh, I don't know. Like now, I'm kind of getting a little bit older. I'm a little bit like kind of shying away from candy. But Reese's Pieces, the, the all the like the special cups. I love peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah, that's great. And I see you have a lot of earrings here. Do you? Are you gonna make any Halloween earrings? So I did make some earrings. I had some ghosties that have like lightning bolts. Um, I'm currently sold out of those. People really love them. But yep, every year people really like my little little ghosties. I have a bride and a groom sometimes, and so you know, it's. It's great. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm your DJ Eloale Living Out Loud Always here with Isabella De Hoya Vea here at Be Loud Radio. Welcome to the scene. What's your name? Charles. Mr. Charles. Today we are still at Japan Fest. And why are you here today? So they do this every, you know, once a year for Japan Fest. It's always nice to come out. Um, there's been a lot of changes and everything, but it's always fun. And for most people in New Orleans, you might as well just call this, um, almost like a, a family reunion because most people in New Orleans they all kind of know each other if you're in the anime if you go to any anime con oh, or yeah. um, a video game tournament everybody for the most part knows each other so if you haven't seen anybody in a while you come here you're gonna run into somebody like I ran into uh, one of the vendors I haven't seen her in like maybe two or three years and I was like oh snap there's Kimmy and then it's like oh how you doing and then this is like it's like we never you know skipped the beat but um, it's always fun coming to Japan Fest, just seeing the different activities, um, especially, you know, unfortunately today with the uh, folk dance, they're having issues with the music or whatever. Yeah. But normally, I think like in the past, they actually had a live band. Yeah. But it's always nice just to watch the different presentations and then, you know, hang out in a museum and try the different food. So I'm going to try to be adventurous today and try something outside of my box yes. with, uh, what is it, the... 
octopus dumplings or yeah, there's a whole bunch dumplings? of stuff. I tried them before, but everybody does it differently. And there's some vendors that do sushi tacos. Sushi taco? Sushi tacos? That's, That's what I'm looking forward to. Because I was like, you got sushi and you got tacos. So I think they deep fried the seaweed into a taco shell. And then they uh, kind of like quickly cook some of the sushi toppings. So I'm like, sushi taco. Sushi taco. All right. Awesome combination. Have you seem like you go to like a lot of like Comic Cons and Mecha Cons and just like conventions and things. What's your favorite? Disclaimer: I'm only nerd adjacent. <laughs> so when I, yeah, so I'm like 38. So of course, when I was you know the high school age in New Orleans, if you're into anime, people would roast you because it's like, oh, you're lame for watching anime. But of course, those people probably. We'll go home and watch reruns of Arthur and Caillou or whatever, all that stuff. So, but anywho, um, we're loving hip hop. Who knows? <laughs> same thing. But um, I went to MechaCon a few times, but because I'm nerdy, Jason, and I don't want nobody to know, I wouldn't really dress up for anything. So I'll just go in regular stuff. But if I would dress up as anybody, I dress up as uh, was it Jack from Cowboy Bebop or oh Jet? Yeah, Jet. Jet. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that's the only person. I think you should dress up. It feels like very refreshing to like run around being your favorite character. Well, this has been the end. Thank you. This has been one of the best interviews I've done. What's up, y'all? My name is DJ Diggity Deuce, and I'm here with Mr. Alex at Be Loud Studio. And we're going to ask him who his most influential person is that helped him build his career. Mr. Alex, who is your most influential person to help build your career? You know what, Diggity Deuce, you told me what question you were going to ask, and I still feel unprepared. That's a hard, that's a hard question. Let me ask you something. What made you want to ask that question? Because, so, like, I have many, like, influential people to, like, help me do things I want to do in life. Like, for example, I want to be a heart surgeon. Um, My aunt's the doctor, so she's helping me with that. And... It's just a lot of things I might want to do and make a purpose out of. And I always got people to help me with it and that helped me start that journey. So I just wanted to see what it was like for you, building this amazing community with a bunch of diverse and complex population. Good, yeah. Yeah, this reminds me of your audition tape. You were like, yo, I want to meet a chef because I want to learn to cook. Do you remember that? Yeah. I would say, man, I've had a lot of influence people you know, I'm someone like you that, like, I want to seek out people to, like, inspire me and to learn from. And so one of the most influential people I've had, I had a history teacher who really inspired me when I was younger. And his name's Mr. Matson, And he's, like, still a good friend of mine today. Cool. Um, so did he inspire you to do what you do now or, like, something else you had wanted to do back then? Yo, that's a great question. He, like, inspired me back then to just be more curious so he doesn't know much about like radio or interviewing but like when i was 16 he was someone who's just always pushing me more curious and i feel like that's something i try to do at b lab where it's just like yo don't just be on your phone don't just be like to yourself it's like yo go out ask questions and i feel like he really inspired me to do that what do you think about that being curious that's actually amazing advice um i know a lot of people in the school they're kind of like not outgoing always in the corner do amazing in class whatever but like 
they're just like always to themselves. I try to help, but like they're always like to themselves. But I, the, some of those people are my friends because like one teacher said, "Be curious to them." And they it really helped them. But yeah, that's mainly it for me. Do you find like you are a curious person? Okay, so like, kind of, kind of not. It depends on my mood. Like, if I'm happy, then I'll try to go, like, seek out more. But if I'm, like, tired or something, I'll just, like, stay in bed all day or something. But, yeah. Thanks for listening. And we're coming from Be Loud Radio with Mr. Alex and DJ Diggity Deuce. We love our community partners. Be Loud partners with several nonprofit and positive programs in the city, such as LEAD, A26 New Orleans, and many more. So get ready to hear from our community partners in our next segments. Enjoy. Welcome to Story of the Week with A26 New Orleans. A26 New Orleans' mission is to encourage the exploration of endless possibilities through the power of writing. Every week we will share a story from their amazing writers. Enjoy! I am a rock. A rock is really hard to move once it's set in a specific place. It also takes a lot of heavy weather to break it down. I can relate to a rock because when I have an idea, it's really hard to change my feelings about that idea. Hi, my name is DJ Amazing. I'm a bird. A bird might be scared to fly just like I was scared to fly. And I still did. I'm a bird and I'm going to fly to the best place I can. Bye, my Ninja Turtles. Have a great day. Wow, so many great ideas. If you were inspired and want to become a BLAD volunteer or donor, hit us up at bladstudios.org. Or if you're like, hey, I know somebody at the zoo, or I own a haunted house, and you want to help BLAD get there, contact us at bladstudios.org or DM us on Instagram at bladstudios. Thanks for listening.